This is a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of CKNW. Welcome back. It's Vancouver Consumer on CKNW. I'm Martin Strong. Coming up, we'll talk about a crucial component to your health, your teeth. We'll talk to the folks at BC Perio. That's coming up. But first, some of the consumer news headlines from the past week. Less than a couple of weeks into the school year, and the kids are already up to no good. With a new social media challenge, seeing some Metro Vancouver schools ransacked and bathrooms vandalized so badly, they have to be closed. Districts in Vancouver, North Van, New Westminster, and Langley are among the ones that have seen students participate in this social media challenge. It's called Devious Lick. The term lick apparently slang for a successful theft, which leads to a payday. The challenge involves students posting videos on the TikTok app that show them stealing, damaging, or showing off items that they took from their school. The North Van School District sent out letters to parents saying that while it may seem like a harmless prank, Uh, It says the antics are alarming, inappropriate, and illegal. They also tell parents to remind their kids that once they put something up on social media and share it, it's next to impossible to remove it completely. This could have devastating and long-term consequences for students as they apply for scholarships and awards, post-secondary or career opportunities now and in the future. The school adds in the letter that, quote, When we learn the identity of the students who participated in this TikTok challenge, these students and their families can expect to meet with their school's administration team to learn of the consequences of their actions, which may include recovery costs for damaged property. The district is also highlighting health concerns with people being unable to wash their hands because the soap has been stolen or, you know, sinks have been damaged, uh, and especially during the pandemic. It's now official. Health Canada has announced this week that both the Pfizer and the Moderna COVID-19 vaccines have been granted full approval for anyone age 12 and over. The Pfizer vaccine was initially authorized for use in Canada under an emergency interim order back in December. So that's Moderna and Pfizer. AstraZeneca's COVID-19 vaccine is still authorized under the interim order, but remains under review. Health Canada also formally authorized a name change for the three COVID vaccines. The Pfizer vaccine will be named Comirnaty. The Moderna vaccine will be named Spikevax. And the AstraZeneca vaccine will be named Vaxzevria. I think uh, the Moderna Max, the Moderna vaccine wins that one. I think Spikevax is the coolest name. Uh, a Surrey realtor who evicted an elderly Maple Ridge couple from their home after a rent-to-own scheme in 2017 has been ordered to pay 95000 bucks in fines. Kev- Kevin Deep Singh Bratch, known as Kevin Bratch of Bratch Realty Limited, was accused of buying homes from people in financial distress at lower than market prices, the agreement was that the sellers could buy back the homes if they continued to rent and live there 
and pay over-market rental prices. Bratch was behind a rent-to-own agreement with Maple Ridge couple Brenda and Gord Gartley in 2016 after the couple fell behind on their mortgage payments and the bank started foreclosing on their home. The agreement enabled Bratch and a numbered company owned by his partner to purchase the Gartley's home for $400,000, even though it was worth $603,000, before being evicted. The elderly couple only received three hundred and seventy grand of the money, and Bratch's company gave a declared value of the property to the land title office of three hundred and seventy thousand dollars. Some arachnophobia is behind a car accident in North Van this past week. A driver noticed a spider in her car, lost control of the vehicle, crashing into a stump and rolling the car over in a driveway. Her vehicle left the road, hit the stump and flipped upside down. Luckily, no one was hurt. Um, Apparently, it was just a spider in the car that just kind of freaked her out. This is Vancouver Consumer, and when we come back, we'll talk about a crucial component to your health, your teeth. Whether you know it or not, the health of your teeth and gums has a profound effect on your overall health. We'll talk to Dr. Ron Zokel from BC Perio when we return right after this. Welcome back. It's Vancouver Consumer on CKNW. And with me now is our old friend, Dr. Ron Zokel from BC Perio Dental Health and Implant Center. They are at 777 West Broadway in Vancouver, also Johnson Street in Coquitlam. You can go to bcperio.ca. Dr. Ron Zokel, how are you? How was your summer? I'm pretty good, Martin. How was yours? Uh, it, was, it was very good. Uh, I was very, very busy. <laughs> and uh well and, and the weather has obviously changed and uh and I, I don't even mind that it's all right so let's talk about uh, uh about the clinic dental implants and and the one thing i wanted to ask you about is uh with with covid it, it's it seems like it's sort of hanging on longer than we had originally hoped and uh, do you think a lot of people are putting off getting their teeth cared for, going to see the dentist because of COVID? And uh, how is BC Perio dealing with that? Well, that's a, that's a lot to talk about there. Uh, first of all, I think people are holding off on their dental care because of the COVID virus and the concerns they have related to the possible acquisition of the virus while in the dental office. There's a few things to talk about with that respect. I'm not aware of a single dental office in all of North America that has a recorded transmission of a COVID virus from doctor to patient or patient to doctor. So we have a, as close to a perfect track record in the dental community as you can imagine for that purpose. The other thing is that when people have an issue, they have a, a disease or what's happening, something is happening in their mouth. And if they delay that treatment, then the required treatment afterwards gets far worse. So the problem never gets better for the delay. So I would I would encourage for people to have a chat with their dentist by phone if they're uncertain. But for heaven's sakes, take a real good look at this because it's my particular perspective that this virus and all its mutations is not going away for a very, very long time. We're going to have to learn to deal with it. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm reading more and more. It's not going to be like another few months. It's going to be possibly years as we slowly get used to it. And, and do, do you think that sometimes people, when it comes to their dental health, they'll put it off more than if it was something to do with another part of their body? <laughs> do you know what I mean? <laughs> well, that's a good point. Uh, I think 
all aspects of medicine and dentistry have that particular problem in mind. However, if you're talking about heart disease or potential cancers, screening for cancers, things like that, those are life-threatening issues that should be addressed in principle. However, dentistry is usually not a life-threatening issue, but it is a quality of life issue. And it's also very expensive. Medical care is is provided for by our system, our social system, but dental care is not. Hence, anybody who's holding off on their dental care and it's becoming far more severe and more expensive to treat is actually having to put the bill for that difference. Right. We're talking to Dr. Ron Zokel from BC Perio Dental Health and Implant Center. They specialize in dental implants. And, uh, you know, on this topic of putting things off that you shouldn't put off, um, Things like, uh, say you, you have a, 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 an empty socket where a tooth should be and uh, putting that off isn't often a very, is, is often not a very good thing because of a loss of bone and all that kind of stuff. Do I have that right? Actually, you have it very right because then the things that cause a tooth loss that would be a fractured tooth or some disease process underneath the gum causes the bone to dissolve around the tooth. And that's a progressive thing. So the longer you wait for the remove that reason for that dissolving bone to be occurring, the long, the bigger that bone dissolve will occur, thereby making the bone defect or the lesion more difficult to treat, much more extensive with a little bit higher risk to treat properly, which all could have been more easily managed if it gotten to a treatment prior to it become a severe problem. Right. So if you're missing a tooth and you're thinking about getting an implant, uh, it might be worth doing it sooner than later. Absolutely true. I, I, nothing in dentistry, in my mind, uh, it gets better with time. Right. Yeah, so let's talk a little bit about implant technology. It's uh, one of those things I think uh, most people understand about dental implants. A lot of people have them, but I think a lot of people might not be aware of, of just uh, how far the technology has come. I mean, you can, um, you basically put in a new tooth. Why don't you just really quickly explain what a dental implant is? Well, a dental implant is characteristically a titanium structure that replaces the root of a tooth. And on top of that titanium root, if you will, a tooth goes on that. We call that a crown. So the dental implant complex is that titanium structure with a crown on top of it. And uh, we can replace one tooth or all the teeth in your mouth in one fashion or another. There's a lot of different modalities of treatment, if you will. Right. So what's the most, um, the, the highest number of implants you've ever put into someone's mouth? Uh, <laughs> 20, 28. Wow. Is 28, is that like how many teeth that we that's, have in our mouths? Well, that's how many you have to the second molar. Uh, we right. often have third molars, but we almost, we almost never, I'm not aware of anybody who replaces a third molar with a dental implant. It's rare. Wow. So that's, that's incredible. That's a lot of implants. And I guess that, that would just change someone's life um, because they went from having no teeth to, or, or at least bad teeth to like a full, beautiful, perfect set of teeth. And that's pretty close to just that. Yeah. Like it, like talk about the, the kind of changes that you've seen in patients when they come in and uh, when they leave, like it, it really is life-changing, isn't it? 
Well, that transformation can be really fast or could take a little bit of time. For somebody, for example, who wants a, a missing every tooth in the mouth replaced with a dental implant and a single tooth, often a lot of bone grafting has to be done. It's a very long, extensive process. It might take a year and a half to two years, potentially, depending on the degree of bone loss before getting started. On the other hand, if you go to a protocol, which we call all in four, we can put a full set of teeth on four or five implants and both the, either the upper or the lower jaw or both. And somebody who comes in with really bad teeth in the morning goes out with completely, uh, let's say no disease, all solid teeth the after in the afternoon. And that is a life-changing process. Yeah. And that's the teeth in one day. Uh, that's, thing. that's correct. That's exactly what yeah. it is. Teeth in one day. Teeth in one day. And you do, because when I, I, I have one implant in my mouth and, uh, it, it, I got it a long time ago and it took a long time. And I guess, uh, it, it's come a long way. Like how, how much different is implant technology from say 10 years ago or 20 years ago <laughs> today? Okay. I, I placed my first implant about 40 years ago. <laughs> wow. And if you go back then, what we did because of our lack of knowledge is we try to minimize the risk factor. We thought it'd be important to put the implant in, but not put a tooth on it right away. As time goes on, we recognize and that you could put implants in and put a tooth on immediately the same day. And that has transitioned us through these last 30 to 40 years to a point where some of the best work we do is when we take a tooth out, put an implant in the place of that tooth and put a tooth on it all at the same time. Yeah, that's, that's incredible. Um, and, and, uh, a lot of people talk about, uh, when they hear this, they, you know, dentists, they're afraid of dentists and they're afraid of pain, but, uh, Comfort, like I was surprised at the kind of, like the, the actual work that's being done. It's not as painful as people might think, right? Well, that's absolutely true. Yet it's, it's not intuitive. Uh, one takes a look at the procedures you're doing. They say, that's got to hurt. Many people come <laughs> in with that. But what's, what's really interesting is that we give people analgesics or pain relievers uh, for possible pain, many of our patients, I mean, good many of our patients use almost none of them, even when they come out of their anesthetic. Uh, that's astounding. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I was, I was impressed that, uh, you know, how relatively quickly it was done. Cause you're talking about, you know, the bone and grafting and, and all that stuff, but it, it's, it's a, it was kind of a simple procedure. Um, and comfort is, is very important at BC Perio. I mean, I'm just by, if you go to their website, bcperio.ca, uh, it's a, it's a beautiful looking space. You can see it's got a nice view and it, and you know, doctor, I mean, just listen to Dr. Zokel's voice right now. I mean, that's so it's a comforting <laughs> sound. Um, but comfort is, is kind of, uh, is sort of at the forefront of the experience for you guys. Am I correct in that? Yes. Yes. And, and bless you, Martin, for saying that. <laughs> <laughs> well, you do, you have, you have just the exact kind of voice I would want in a dentist. <laughs> well, that's great, but you're absolutely right. We do want to make sure that your, the patient's experience coming into BC Perio is as comfortable as it possibly can get. And we'll do everything we can to ensure that will happen. Um, our, our role more than anything else is to make sure that we also treat people properly. And that is not expedient way to do what uh, we think is best. We try to make sure that our patients are given the opportunity to have the best treatment possible. And um, 
for that purpose. All our technologies, uh, our protocols uh, are, are designed to make that happen. And for example, our CT scans with gives us our 3D imaging so we can take a look at all aspects of a patient's health we don't charge for. And that's unusual in any place in the dental world, but yeah. that's our philosophy. Right. And how important is that kind of imaging to, to treating someone's mouth? Well, we think it's critical and I'll tell you why. That imaging is three-dimensional. When you take an x-ray and you do an examination in the mouth, you can see certain things and the two-dimensional x-ray shows us literally two dimensions, but we are three-dimensional. Our jaws are three-dimensional, if you will. So when we take a look at an x-ray that's only two-dimensional, we're missing a significant part of the information. And therefore, we have to guess at, at how to treat otherwise. By taking a CBCT scan, we can see the third dimension, and now we have no guessing involved. We know pretty much exactly what we're faced with so we can treatment plan properly and very effectively for the patient on the very day that they arrive. Right. And, uh, and you do it, uh, comfortably and calmly and you make everything go. like, how do you, how do you deal? Sorry to keep harping on this, but how do you deal with anxiety with patients when people come in? Because I'm guessing some people come in with, you know, they're already nervous. They haven't even sat in the chair yet. Of course. And I think there's a lot of experience involved with that. One of the things that we have to completely understand in this profession of ours is that people will have anxiety and they, they have real anxiety, whether somebody feels it's justified or not, that anxiety to them is absolutely 100% real. And we have to recognize that and take, take value in the fact that they are anxious to do everything we can to alleviate that anxiety. And, and for many people, it doesn't happen quickly, it, but it does happen when you start treating these people and they realize that the anxiety they have doesn't really have a foundation, particularly in this office. So they start to relax and become more comfortable. And eventually they start to respond with lower and lower anxiety. Right. We're talking to Dr. Ron Zokel, BC Perio Dental Health and Implant Center. And if people are, are, are listening to this and they, they have missing teeth and they're, they've been thinking about a dental implant, what's the procedure? Can they just come in, get a, get a, uh, you know, like a, a, a one through a one. I don't know what the word is. What's the word when you come in and you get a, well, there's several ways of coming to us. If you already have a dentist, your dentist may refer you to our office. On the other hand, if you see us on the internet and you phone our office or such, you can come in for a consultation without having a referral as well. There's no requirement for, for a referral here. Now, if you come in and you have a dentist as well and you decide not to use that dentist as a referral and you would like us to communicate with your dentist, we'd also do that and make sure that that dentist is involved uh, and it's good for them to know that because they, if they continue doing your dentistry for you, they need to understand what we've done to make sure that's part of your record in their office. Right, right. We're, we're talking to Dr. Ron Zokol. It's BC Perio Dental Health and Implant Center. If you want to come in, uh, and we just heard you don't need a referral, 777 West Broadway in Vancouver, also Johnson Street in Coquitlam. Just go to bcperio.ca and their website has all the information you need. You can also give them a call at 604-872-0222. And when we come back more about uh, how you can uh, replace those missing teeth uh, and it's, it's easy and uh, it can be done quickly. We'll have more with uh, Dr. Ron Zokel from BC Perio when we return right after this. 
Welcome back. It's Vancouver Consumer on CKNW. I'm Martin Strong, and that uh, sounds like a, a lovely medieval ringtone that we were hearing. Um, Dr. Ron Zokel is our uh, guest. BC Perio Dental Health and Implant Center, 777 West Broadway in Vancouver. There's also a location, Johnson Street in Coquitlam. Go to bcperio.ca. Uh, online. They have everything you need to know. You can also call them 604-872-0222. And Dr. Zokel, we're talking about implants because you specialize in implant technology. And uh, I was reading a report that they expect, they predict the number of people getting dental implants expected to grow by 50% between now and the end of 2025. And they say it's because of new technology, materials being used, techniques that make it quicker and more comfortable. And like I say, at the forefront of this is BC Perio. And uh, Dr. Zokel, let's talk about the future of uh, implant dentistry. It, it seems like um, the sky's the limit. It's, it's going to become more and more common for people to get dental implants, isn't it? I think it is. And one of the reasons is that I think more and more people are starting to appreciate the value of having a healthy mouth. And, um, and I don't know of any easy way to say it other than the fact that when you do have a healthy mouth, the potential for you to have a healthy body is even stronger because the main portal of entry into uh, bacteria into your blood system and such is actually through diseased tissue around teeth or implants. Yeah, and this is an interesting topic. I mean, uh, it, it's a relatively new uh, uh, revelation, but they talk about if you have things like infections in your mouth, that can affect heart disease and all sorts of things, inflammation in the body. Um, so, so it is crucial that you look after your mouth, right? It is, and we've until we expected this to come along many years ago. However, about three, three to four years ago, a medical report came out and they published in the medical journals a direct correlation between cardiovascular disease, cerebrovascular disease, and dental disease. So periodontal disease and such will lend itself directly to heart attacks and strokes. Yeah, so that uh, <laughs> that's that's the reason why you should go see BC Perio, um, and and at BC Perio, all the dentists that you have there, including uh, Doctor Ron Zokel, who we're talking to now, like the experience level, if you add it all up, is just off the chart. <laughs> you guys have been doing this a long time, and I don't want to make you feel old, but you've been, you've been doing it a long time. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, and uh, I did start placing implants when I first graduated and I've been placing them for about 40 years. So that might give you some indication of how long I've been around, but I'm, I enjoy my work very, very much. And I enjoy the people who I help. And as long as I'm healthy and stable and good, I'll continue providing my services. Right. And, and you, every time I talk to you, you're, you're always involved in some, uh, different, uh, symposium somewhere around the world. And before COVID you traveled a lot and I guess a lot of it's online, but what have you been doing lately in, in that regard? That's very interesting. Next weekend, I traveled to Toronto to give a three-day lecture program training for oral implantology to doctors in Toronto. I also have responsibility, I've accepted responsibilities to lecture in Dubai and in Cairo, all in person live. And I believe I have, in February, I have a responsibility of lecturing in Bora Bora, 
Uh, unfortunately, but somebody has to do it. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. That sounds like fun. So what's, what's the thing that you tell all these young, uh, I guess it's a lot of young dentists who are just sort of getting into this. I mean, what, what is it about your experience that you can tell these younger dentists? What we try to do is teach them the fundamental principles, the generic principles of oral implantology and what works and what doesn't work and how to approach the field. For the people who are early in their learning curve, we approach it from that perspective. There are a lot of different facets of oral implantology, some very, very sophisticated to some very simple and very easy stuff. So what we teach them is what they need to understand from uh from a research basis of what works and what doesn't work, and then how to approach it uh, from a clinical perspective, how to actually do the work itself to affect a specific outcome. Uh, A lot of varieties, a lot of varieties in in the the experience. Some of the doctors that are coming to this program said 20, 30 years experience, while other doctors have more like 20 or 30 days, it seems. (laughs) Yeah, so so that's the kind of experience you're getting when you go to BC Perio. Uh, Dentists like Dr. Ron Zockel, who have been literally doing this for, you know, 40 years. Uh, If you want to find out more about BC Perio, go to bcperio.ca on the website and you can also uh, visit them in person, 777 West Broadway in Vancouver, Johnson Street in Coquitlam. And uh, so so um, I, I've all, always asked you about the history of, of implantology. <laughs> and <laughs> it, it does, it's not like from the 50s. It goes back to like 2,000 years ago, right? Uh, and more. Oh, really? Uh, oh, a couple of thousand years before Christ, in fact. Uh, we have documentation, Egyptian mummies, for example, with evidence of that. But some of the more uh, photographs material is something from the Incas in about 600 AD. And uh, we can see coral was used for dental implants. But we know this goes back a long, long way. Yeah. And when you get a dental implant, uh, what kind of maintenance is involved? I mean, because with mine, I don't think about it very much. It feels like a real tooth. But are there things, should you get it x-rayed every so often and take a look at it? What are the concerns there? That's a great, great question to ask because when you have a dental implant place, you take away some of the type of structure that a natural tooth has. For example, a natural tooth is supported in the jawbone by ligaments and, and it can be moved around. It can get loose and get diseased and it can return. And when you do, you can have pain, you can have movement of the tooth, all of which suggests that there's a problem. A dental implant doesn't have that. A dental implant is rigid to the bone, hence it has no movement. And therefore, it's necessary to go to the dentist on a regular basis afterwards to make sure and have an x-ray taken so you can see where the bone problem might be if it is there at all. So it's a very, very different thing completely. So important to see a dentist routinely after you've had the implants to, implant placed to make sure it's doing its thing, it's staying healthy, and you're not having issues with it. Yeah. And I guess the, the, uh, the, the rate of problems with a dental implant uh, is, is quite low. Well, it, it, you know, the, the mouth is a very hostile area. You know, we might have about 600 microorganisms in the mouth at any one time, some being more a pathogenic potential than others, but they often just exist in a balance. So we always had this fighting thing of having these, these bacteria, viruses, whatever it might be in the mouth, which are, want to attack the gum tissue. Therefore, cleaning is really, really important. And 
if we clean our dental implants just normally and reasonably well, they will sustain potentially for a lifetime. But it's important to keep it clean. Once the dental, dental disease gets in, periodontal disease gets around an implant, we call that periimplantitis. And you can start to have bone loss around dental implants as well. But it's so easily preventable by just regular maintenance. And when you say regular maintenance, that's just like regular maintenance, the flossing sure. and brushing. Brushing and flossing, you might want to use a water pick if you have any recesses that tend to trap food a little bit more easily. But by and large, uh, uh, brushing and flossing and the occasional water, water pick. Yeah. So, okay, here's a dumb question. How important is it to floss? We had a saying many years ago. It says, uh, do I have to floss all my teeth? And the answer is no, only the ones you want to keep. <laughs> so, <laughs> so highly recommend the flossing. It's so difficult to get in between your teeth. And, and a brush will get, let's say, 90% of the area. But if you routinely miss that 10%, that 10% could affect the bone level and the health of that whole complex. So when you, when you uh, sit down with a patient and you look at their mouth, can you tell right away whether they floss or not? <laughs> Some people will come in and they floss that particular day. But when, <laughs> <laughs> when, you, when you do that, the tissue health is not quite as good as it could be. So if you want to fool me, you're going to have to floss for about two to three weeks in advance of coming in. And then it will be a lot healthier. Yeah. So that, that's some good advice. If you want to fool your dentist, <laughs> we're talking <laughs> yeah. to, to oh, go ahead. I was going to say, I don't know why you'd want to do it, but some people will, will do that last minute. says, Oh, I haven't flossed for a few months. So I think I'll floss today. And I, because I got an appointment tomorrow, it doesn't work. Well, I, I think people do that with the dentist because they want the dentist, they want to get the approval from the dentist. Just, you know, we're, we're just sort of you know, it's in our, in our DNA to get approval <laughs> from people, especially dentists. But we're talking to Dr. Ron Zokel from BC Perio. They are a dental health and implant center, 777 West Broadway in Vancouver. Uh, also Johnson Street in Coquitlam. Go to bcperio.ca and uh, they have a phone number too, 604-872-0222. And uh, as Dr. Zokel mentioned, you don't need a referral to go see them. Uh, you can get a referral to get a, an implant if that's what you want to get. And we were talking just a few minutes ago about the kind of experience that not only you, but all of the dentists at BC Perio have. And uh, you're lecturing around the world telling people about this technology. Um, how does it differ with other dentists? Are there other people who are practicing this who, who don't have uh, very much experience? And, and what do people have to look out for when they're, <laughs> when they're shopping around? Not that they won't go to BC Perio, but. It, it is a very difficult thing for anybody to evaluate a dentist and determine whether or not their skill sets are high or otherwise. All you can do is rely on your own confidence, your perspective. Does this person seem to be acting in my best interest? It's almost impossible for the average person to know exactly where they're at unless another dentist has spoken to them and said, do you know anything about this gentleman or this lady? Are they a good dentist? And that kind of that kind of word of mouth is probably one of the better ways if you want some specific information. But it, the, the actual procedures, uh, most dentists, if they treat their patients well and such, those people probably feel their dentist is the best in the world. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, uh, so, so people, uh, I mean, 
I, I guess a lot of it has to do with the the technology that's in the building, that's in the office. Uh, does that change? Does that vary a lot? With you know, I'm guessing BC Perio has the latest and and best equipment, the most high tech stuff. Yeah, I, I think you'll find arguably that BC Perio has one of the most advanced and up to date equipment. Uh, protocols that we have, be it for x-rays or laboratory work or digital technology, because digital technology is a huge thing today. Um, I, I don't know of any other office that's better equipped, and I mean anywhere, than, than right. this office is. And uh, that's, that's one of the reasons it's just a pleasure working there. So uh, if I think that good dentistry doesn't re- absolutely require uh absolutely phenomenal equipment uh, as long as the attitude of the dentist is really, really strong because there's a way to compensate for it. But nothing is as good as having all that equipment available to you right there where you're working. Yeah. And that's why BC Perio is the place. Uh, Dr. Ron Zokel uh, is a dentist at BC Perio Dental Health and Implant Center. They are at 777 West Broadway in Vancouver, Johnson Street in Coquitlam. And bcperio.ca is the website. Um, well, it was great to talk to you again, doctor, and uh, we will uh, we'll talk to you soon. My pleasure, Martin. Thank you. Right on. Dr. Ron Zokel. Go to bcperio.ca and you can go. You don't need a referral. Uh, you can just walk in, uh, get an appointment, obviously, and then uh, go see them. And you can also give them a call at 604-872-0222. Um, coming up. Uh, what can you get for under 1200 bucks a month when it comes to a place to live in the lower mainland? There's a Vancouver property that's being advertised 1200 bucks a month, but it depends, uh, uh, either on how tall you are or how wide your wingspan is. I'll explain that when we come back. It's Vancouver consumer. I'm Martin Strong. Welcome back to Vancouver Consumer on CKNW. I'm Martin Strong. And uh, the rental market is tight in the Lower Mainland, as you probably already know. I told you earlier about a basement suite that was being advertised for a thousand bucks a month. A thousand bucks a month, not a bad deal. Uh, the ad also says you have to be five foot four or shorter because the ceilings are so low. And that is from a current Vancouver rental listing ad on Craigslist for a bachelor basement suite at about 25th and Main Street. For $1,000 a month, the one-room suite with den comes with hot water, high-speed internet, and what looks to be skull-crackingly low ceilings. The photos in the listings uh, don't really sell it all that well. It looks like a musty old basement. You can see a snow shovel on the wall. Uh, So a bit of a fixer-upper. But if you can get past the low, low ceilings, the good news is you can have a pet, just not a very tall pet. So maybe not a, a Russian wolfhound or something like that. The listing has been up for about a month. And the last time I checked, it was still up and it was updated two weeks ago. Or how about this one? For $1,200 a month, uh, this was posted recently on Craigslist, Craigslist. it might uh, just have the smallest kitchen in Vancouver with the total place being 375 square feet. That's pretty small. The amazing thing is it has three other rooms, including the kitchen within this 375 square feet. Uh, And although you might think that 375 square feet is a ridiculously small place, 
The city of Vancouver's definition of a micro dwelling sets the bar at 250 square feet. Uh, The most notable feature of this suite is the kitchen, which is surprisingly narrow at three feet, eight inches in width. Uh, It's about the wingspan of a red-tailed hawk. That's how wide the kitchen is. The photos included in the ad show how narrow the space is. There's a special narrow yet very tall fridge at one end, a narrow counter running the length of the space, and a brand new oven at the other end. It's so narrow, the faucet had to be installed on the other side of the sink. Uh, The living room and the bedroom are the big rooms of the apartment, measuring 120 square feet for the living room, 69 square feet for the bedroom. Renovations have happened recently, which may explain the odd sizes. Nearly everything is new, from the toilet to the fridge to the paint. Uh, The $1,200 probably has something to do with the location. Uh, It's in Strathcona. And uh, that's kind of a hot area these days. Tons of shops and amenities within walking distance. The ad mentions a nearby elementary school, but given the size of the space, it's hard to imagine uh, a family with kids living there. The nearby microbreweries might be more of a draw. But 1200 bucks a month is quite a deal for Vancouver, uh, where according to the Zumper Rental website, Uh, The average rent in the city for a one-bedroom apartment is $2,094 a month. And uh, that's what $1,200 will get you in Vancouver. And this is Vancouver Consumer. And I want to say thanks to our good friends at BC Perio. You can visit them online at bcperio.ca. And if you want to get a tooth implant, you don't need a referral. You can just make an appointment or you can get a referral as well. bcperio.ca. They have two locations, one on West Broadway in Vancouver and one on Johnson Street in Coquitlam. And uh, I'm Martin Strong and this is Vancouver Consumer. We're here every Saturday from two to four and uh, we'll see you again next week. Thanks to our producer, Jonathan Chung. I'm Martin Strong. The news is coming up next. The proceeding was a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of CKNW.